guys, my name is Cheryl Burns, and I am Sierra Tribble, Tribble, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the, the, pod, pod, the podcast. Hey guys. Yo. Episode 23, what'd you call it? It's our Jordan, it's our Jordan episode. Our Jordan episode. Shout That's out to Michael Jordan. Um, we gonna start with announcements or we gonna leave that for the end? We leave that for the end. Okay. Yeah, we can do that at the end. Right, we gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it then. All right, bet. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to let Sherelle take it away. Yeah. So like, um, I realized that it's, well, I didn't just realize, but it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Right. And we didn't touch on it really, but it's also Domestic Violence Awareness Month, which is um, a coincidence being with this whole Harvey Weinstein situation going on in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Um, so... Um, Breast cancer is is very sensitive to me. My mother is a 12-year survivor, and my great-grandmother was a survivor. Unfortunately, she passed away due to bone cancer, um, but breast cancer definitely falls in my family, so I just wanted to just kind of... Yeah, it falls in my family, too. Actually, my grandmother on my father's side passed away from breast cancer. Oh. Wait, you said wait, you said your grandfather? My grandmother on you... my father's side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. No, my grandmother on my father's side passed away from breast cancer, so it's a sensitive topic for me, too. Yeah, it's yeah. um, it's real out here, and I had... um. Also, I, had a, I have a coworker who right now is fighting cancer, and I had a another coworker of mine whose um, wife, unfortunately, recently, earlier this year, um, passed away from breast cancer. And I have an aunt who passed away this year from breast cancer as well. So, mm. yeah. Um, so, just a few stats, some that you guys might know already, but regardless, we're going to reiterate it. So, one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. It's also the most commonly diagnosed cancer in women. And each year it is estimated that over 252,710 women, that's a very specific number, in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer and more than 40,500 will pass. Wow. Although breast cancer in men is rare, an estimated 2,470 men will be diagnosed with breast cancer and approximately 460 will die each year. Um. The lighter side of that is that over 3.3 million breast cancer survivors are alive in the United States today. Um, so please get tested. They do say that you're supposed to get tested at 40, mm-hmm. even though I have heard. Um, I think if it runs in your family, they want you to get checked at 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm petrified of a mammogram. I heard they don't do it. I hope they don't hurt as much anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just know they just like put your titty on something and they smash it down. Yeah. That, oh. that word smash right there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm terrified. Yeah. My mom made it seem painful too every time she went to go get her her, her boobs tested. But I I think I was watching something else. Uh, Adam Ruins Cancer. Like it's like that, that little it's a show called Adam's Ruins Everything. Mm. So he goes like through and like <laughs> oh yeah. Like it's so he like ruin like student loans and like yeah, huh. like and so you kinda like get the truth about certain things. Anyway, one of the episodes he was talking about cancer. Now they were saying like the mammogram, they don't smash your boob down anymore, I think. I hope not. I think they do like some other type of scan or something like that. So I hope. it's not as painful as it used to be. Yeah. So I don't want to have to go do that. I know. It sounds painful. And I have small boobs. So I, I couldn't even imagine putting my flat chest on anything and being smashed. I don't Yeah. Yeah. It's... So but please get tested and do the, the the thing that they teach you how to do at the doctors. Yes. Yeah. Please self-check yourself in the shower mm-hmm. when you're just laying down on your stomach, uh, your back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Or just oh. while you watching TV and you right. just feel like touching your boob. Like, feel around <laughs> there. Because just, just do it. It's very, very real. Just do it. Um, and also, like, they give... Um, I know here in Charlotte, Carolina's Healthcare Systems, they provide free mammograms. Oh. They have the mammogram truck. It goes around the city. Yeah, yeah, like sometimes it might come to your job or just at places of business. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's ways for you to sign up online. We actually had the truck come to our job, to my job, um, a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, and it was free. Like so, the truck used to come to our campus. Really? Yes. I I actually had like some breast cancer awareness memor like paraphernalia. Oh, okay. I went on the truck or whatever, but they didn't. Get, we were I think we were all too young, but we were all just like taking like in there. Yeah. Doing the interactive stuff and learning about it or whatnot. But yeah, mm. the truck was on campus several times. I remember. Yeah. So don't let um don't let insurance get in the way of you getting a mammogram. Absolutely. Um, it's it's about your life. Um, yeah. So there's ways to get mammograms. There's ways to get checked out. Just do it. Yep. So are we going to talk about domestic awareness as well? Yeah, we can talk about domestic violence awareness, which is... That's a tough one, too. It is a real tough one. Um, In lieu of everything that's going on with Harvey Weinstein, um, I read a story early in the week about a woman who was just trying to return her engagement ring, Mm -hmm. and she was killed by her boyfriend. Um, You know, you just don't know. So we can just give a few facts about domestic violence oh. for all you weak people that are involved with that. So on an average, nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an in- by intimate partner in the United States. During one year, this equates to more than 10 million men or women. One in three women and one in four men have been victims of some form of, that's a key term there, Mm -hmm. physical violence by an intimate partner within their lifetime. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which they felt very fearful or believed that they or someone else to them would be harmed or killed. On a typical day, there are more than 20,000 phone calls placed to domestic violence hotlines. Um hotlines nationwide women between the ages of 18 and 24 are most commonly abused by an intimate partner these stats are and i just stopped there because i mean these stats are it's like the thing with like domestic violence is that a lot of people don't understand is like you can say to somebody i'll just leave yeah but if somebody's stalking you finding ways to get in um to reach you like there's not. I was listening to this podcast like two weeks ago called Dirty John. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! First of all, so good. But this lady was she like met this guy online. <laughs> she met this guy online. He was a scammer. He had like a whole bunch of scam marriages before he had met her. Oh gosh! And at one point, while she was trying to leave the relationship, he would like he kept stalking her, and she had like she already had children. He ended up like finding one of his one of her daughters and tried to attack her. I'm not gonna say what happened after that because if you're interested, I don't want to ruin the story for you. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to that. Yeah, but it's like it's like eight episodes, or whatever. But it's like you try to leave, you can't. Yeah. They're following you. They're following your family. Like it's not it's not something that's easy. And so I wish people would stop saying that. Like people who are going through that, or yeah. who have went through that, like oh, you should have just left, or you should you should just leave. Like it's not. It's not hard. It's not easy. It's, it's not, not easy, easy at, at all. all. So and. <clears throat> For my bros, like it's not just women that can be mm-hmm. um, victims of domestic violence. Women out here tripping, 
bugging out. Yeah. Um, like I said, like you know, a woman tried to give her engagement ring back, and he killed her. Um, we talked about it on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. A woman was killed by and her friends. That's right. The guy came to her house. Yeah, she- I mean, people like that whole like when you. That's why when you said. That she met the the story you were just telling. She met him online. Like mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like meeting people online is a scary thing. I can't even. T- I've met people online. Yeah, and you just uh. it's weird. I met a guy online through MySpace. This is a while ago. Oh wow, throw back. I was still living in Philly, and so we want. He wanted to meet up, and I met him at the Wendy's across the street from. The hospital, hospital. I can't think of the name of the hospital, mm. which is a shame because I was born in that hospital. <laughs> anyway, so I met him at the Wendy's across the hospital, and it was cool. You know, we had a good time or whatever. I get back home. He texts me. He's like, I'm in love with you. Mm. I was like- Pause. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you don't. I was like, I was like, you're kind of creeping me out. Yeah. You know, this, I don't think we should talk anymore. And he was like, he was like, you're foolish- I'm trying to tell you how I feel about you and you're denying me and you're being very rude. Like he was like, yeah, he was like, I guess what he would consider reprimanding me because I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, you I, mad? Yeah. I'm like, we went on a, like one little date and, at Wendy's and you talking about you in love with me. I think you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like you're popping. So I mean, I get it. I jump ship so fast. But still. He was cute too, but that don't mean nothing. Those be the ones. <laughs> the ones that's looking like Ralph Angels he, out here he be the nice, ones. He wasn't dressed. He was a nice brown skinned guy. He had all his teeth. So he's already, he was winning in my book. So, but yeah, no, he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. We got to like, just, that's, I don't even like, I go on dates and be like, you know, I'll pick you up. No, no, no. I have, I have a car. Sorry. Yes. I will meet you. I will meet you there. Like, yes. For at least the first Three dates. Yeah, no, seriously. I will literally meet you there. I don't right. have, I just no problem. Like, I feel like women need to start taking control of that. Like, Absolutely. you know, oh, he can come pick me up. None of, you just met him. You don't know. He can get in that car. You can get in that car and he can drive away. Right. Never and to be seen again. Right. Thank you, sis. Cause I feel like, I'm like, am I a crazy person? No. Cause I'm, I'm on 10. Like, yeah. He might be insane. He might stab me. Like, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. Because I... you don't know what he got in his car. Or imagine y'all get pulled over. He got a gun in his car. Right. Or some drugs. He running from the law and now right. you his hostage or I'm something. I'm like, listen, I don't even know him. Like, see, I just can't. Yeah, it's too much. It's even too much. And I'm almost, I'm skeptical about guys that I meet that like they want to meet up at a bar. Like, because mm. it's like, cause when you go to a bar, you're like, you're drinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't know what your plans are. Um... You could put something in my drink. drink like, yeah. I'd rather go to, like, a restaurant. I'm ordering water. Mm-hmm. I'm not ordering alcohol beverages around you until maybe, like, drink number, like, date number three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> right. After we have a first kiss. Right. Like, yeah. okay. And that's when I really be able to tell about we have a second kiss because. Right. No, I see. I don't even, I don't even, I don't drink. I don't drink that much anyway. So, I yeah. definitely don't just drink, like, occasionally. But, so, yeah, I'm just watching. My grandmother just told me a long time ago, it's just not ladylike when you're on a date to like order drinks because guys already, they're already looking at, they're already like sexualizing you. True. So when you drink, depending on the person, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're a little more vulnerable. Yeah. You have one drink, two drinks, three drinks. You're not the same girl that walked in the door. You're, 
you plus somebody else. True. And I think you have to know your limits or know like how you get when you start drinking. Yeah. So if you know you get a little loosey-goosey, maybe you should not be drinking on the first yeah. couple of days anyway. Don't try to be one of the boys because he over there like, oh, give me another one. Give me another right. one. Yeah, no. I'm good, bro. It's, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> water and a salad. I'm good. Right. <laughs> Keep Not the salad. <laughs> I'm listening. Can we get? I want the burger. I want the steak Angus burger. <laughs> That's me. I'm just saying. Oh yeah. All right. So let's move forward. Uh, um, I mean, I guess like you want to talk about the Me Too statuses that popped up. That's right. That's like, right. And blue domestic violence awareness. So who started this? Was it? Actually, it was Alyssa Romano. Wait, no. Nope. M- M- Alyssa Romano is M- somebody Milano. I went to high school with. Oh. What? Yes. Well, shout out to her. Shout out to you, Alyssa, um, <laughs> whoever you may be. <laughs> Alyssa Milano. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. I think she, like, tweeted something out of respect for Rose Mc. Rose McGowan. McGowan, whose yeah. Twitter account was suspended. Yes. But Richard Spencer still is up there. But anyway, um... Mm-hmm. And I think she um, wanted everybody to tweet about their experiences using like the Me Too, and it just went from zero to a thousand, yeah, real quick. First of all, I'd never seen anything hit Facebook so fast. By the way, right? Because it was all on Facebook too. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what was interesting? Like seeing so many people who you know, yeah, who had experienced sexual harassment or something like that. Yeah, it's sad. It is sad, and it almost kind of makes you feel like, damn. You just don't. You, you don't, just know. don't know. Everybody that's acting like they all happy in their relationships and all that stuff. You you literally don't know what's going on behind those closed doors, right? Or those people who you think like, oh, they probably had a great childhood or whatever. They probably had a great upbringing, and yeah. then you see they that you see the status and it says me too, and you're like, I don't even like. I guess myself, I don't know how I would be able to move forward from something like that, especially at this age now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you're starting to like date and really yeah. get into life, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. I had a friend in college who um she had she she had some serious situations going on mm-hmm. in her in her uh um when she was growing up and I remember cuz she had a crush on one of our guy friends but she was dating women, you know, but she was constantly telling me like, you know, oh my god, I really like him, da da da. And I'm like, so like I finally got her alone. I was like, so why don't you just talk to him? Like, right. and she was just like, I'm just scared. And I said, why? And like the person that it was, I was like, that's the homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the problem? And she opened up to me and told me why she just, when it comes to men, she's not, not with it. And yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. And that happens to a lot of women who they become like sexually, get sexually assaulted by men and then they never want to deal with men ever again. And I think I could kind of understand that. that. Yeah. Now you're like, you have this fear, like, can I trust a man? Ever again, and you know what's interesting? Um, you probably know way more people who have actually been sexually assaulted than you think. Yeah, and that has come up in conversations where, like, where I'm talking with my friends, and then they say, "Oh, well, you know, I was, you know, molested when I was younger," and I'm always like, "It's always like a shock to me." Yeah, because these people are so happy. Yeah, you know, they like they just and like you have to go on with your life. They know how to cope, right? You have to go on with your life if something like that happens to you eventually. But like. You would never guess, you know what I'm saying? Look at Gabrielle Union, like her story. So, like, I, I knew she never. was raped, but apparently she was raped at gunpoint yeah. while a store was being robbed. Like, bruh. I would have never guessed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, that chick, 
She's been through a lot, yo. She has been through some stuff. She really has. I. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just another. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even so, know. The, the, I thought the Me Too statuses were definitely eye opening, if nothing else. And I just want to say because I saw a couple of like really um, hurtful statuses not mm-hmm. towards me but actually no towards me as a woman mm-hmm. like I just thought that was really rude I saw a couple statuses it was like you know if I see any if I see another me too status and a thoughts on a thought status and blah 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 and I'm just like what does her being promiscuous have to do with her being sexually harassed like her being promiscuous that that does that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't give people the right, man or woman, to sexually harass somebody. It doesn't. But that's like for people that's like one in one. Like, oh, she's sexually promiscuous. She's asking for it. She deserves to get sexually assaulted, assaulted or harassed. And it's like, no, she doesn't, because nobody deserves that. Yeah, like how you expect to be treated with your skirt that short, or you wearing the cleavage like that, or you're wearing that much makeup, right? Or oh um, god, you know what I'm saying? Like your jeans are that tight. Like, what do you expect people to? How do you expect people to act? See, the narrative behind that is so interesting because it's like. You know, it's like I'm a man. I'm not gonna be able to control myself if her boobs are out. Like, yes, you can. If you're a grown man and you can't control your hands, that's a problem. That's a real issue. That's a real issue. And you don't even know me. Like, that's crazy. You don't know. Like, you don't know what's going on with me. That is so crazy. That every time I hear those things, I always think of like, like images I've seen from like Freaknik or the Puerto Rican Day Parade. Where people, yes, where yeah. women were dressed a little bit looser and comfortable. Right. And they were getting sexually, they were being touched by men and men grabbing on them and being really aggressive. That Puerto Rican date uh, image that happened a couple years ago was probably the worst I've ever seen. I've seen several. I've seen like clips and videos. It was one where it was just like, I don't even know how many dudes was on that one girl. Like, you know, they un- they untied her, her bathing you, suit. You, yeah. Like, I just. Like and I, and I think women too are part of the problem when it comes to that because you have some women that are so against other women who choose to maybe dress a certain type of way, mm-hmm. just because you want to wear your zipper all the way up to your chin, impossible. You know what I'm saying? Does not give you the right to belittle mm-hmm. a stripper, right? Or uh, anybody, right. or somebody that just wants to wear their skirt a little above their knees. That's mm-hmm. no, we have we have to stop doing that. I think we as women have to unite in that front. Yeah. And like and I think a lot of people have like this issue where it's like their morals are like get in the way of them. Mm-hmm. You know, uniting with everybody. Yeah. So like oh, oh I, you know, I'm dressed up to the neck and I don't think no woman should have her, you know, wear a V-neck shirt or you know stuff like that like yeah. it's not about you and I think I think that's that's what gets lost in translation. Right. It's like it's not about you, it's about women in general. And you can still be wearing your shirt up to your neck and still get sexually assaulted. Right. You're not invincible to that. Right. So what are you like, oh, that reminds me of the girl from Big Bang Theory who the the nerd one. The Blossom. Nerd. The one who played Blossom. Did she play Blossom? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. The one, the nerd with the blonde, with the black hair. Or yeah, hair? really. Mm, that's Blossom. Her name is Mayim or something like that. Anyway, yeah. she's she, super smart. Well, she made a statement. It was like, um, she was like, you know, I always dress modest and I always try to, you know, be aware of my surroundings and I make sure that I'm dressed where I'm not put where I'm not putting myself in a situation. Oh yeah, and the celebrities were getting on her ass so fast. Yeah, like yeah, that. She, and she was. It was like she was talking down on women who like to dress. 
promiscuous right that have a better body than her yeah she was yeah she made it just seem like i dress i dress conservative and i and i don't wear low-cut tops okay so you shop at ann taylor loft good for you (laughs) white house black market right (laughs) like good for you right great sis way to go (laughs) yeah yeah like you know you watch what you saying and like yeah and stop thinking it's about you like that is the problem with most things in the world is everybody think it's about them and it's not yeah and to the woman that you know like to wear the little cleavage every now and then like i'm gonna I'm speak for myself like every now and i mean i have i have a large chest it is what it is <laughs> right. so sometimes it's it's kind of hard for me not to have cleavage like mm-hmm. it happens and i've been told all my life because these things been here since i was about 15 years old really Oh yeah! Oh my God, I couldn't imagine. I haven't. I think at fifteen, I was like a thirty-two D. Yeah. Oh my God. Maybe, yeah, I was a thirty-two D. Oh my God, I couldn't wait to get a B, B, a B cup. Oh my God. I don't even know what that's. I don't even know. Bees? What is that? <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a struggle for me for most of my life, but like it, when I was younger, it was all like you know what I'm saying, like you know, pull your shirt up or uh, you know what I'm saying, like just just little. I mean, I remember my prom dress, like my prom dress was sleeveless, and it was like, ugh, why you gotta have sleeveless? You know, I'm like, look, if I wear a turtleneck, these things gonna get attention. Right, it don't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's nothing wrong with accentuating what God gave you every right. now and then with a little low cut. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, them them stems that you got. If Beyonce can do it right. and Rihanna can do it and uh, the rest of these celebs can do it, shorty that work at the bank can do it, mm-hmm. shorty that's an engineer can do it, podcast hosts can do it. We all can do it. And so. that's the thing. Like, even though people who have, like, those accentuated body parts, because even with me with, like, a big butt, I don't feel comfortable. We can wear leggings at work, but I don't feel comfortable wearing them unless mm-hmm. my shirt goes over my butt because I don't want nobody, like, I've had where my supervisor would like, pull me to the side and was like, your outfit's cute. Ma'am. <laughs> Sis. <laughs> Your outfit's cute. There's a lot going on back there. And I'm like, I'm well aware that there's a lot going on back there. I got dressed this morning. I get dressed every morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even feel it's comfortable. There even like even like I don't even feel comfortable wearing things out in public sometimes because I don't want nobody. Girl. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I just like, you know, the body suits. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I bought one from Marshalls and I just learned how to like wear it without it. Cause I was like, how yeah. I was like, this is cute. It was $3.99. I'm gonna get this. I was like, sure, how you gonna wear a bra with this? Right. Because the whole back was out. So my sister was like, no, we can just pin it up. So basically, like my boobs were up more because okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. but girl, when I had the thing on, I had to wear a jacket. Because it just for me, it, it was, was like it was too much. I was in the mirror, like, oh, this is cute. And then I was like, I need a jacket. Right. And see, and that's the thing, don't you think that comes from us being always cover up, cover up. Yep. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I was even told fishnets were inappropriate like when I was younger. Now you can oh I love me a good fishnet now. I mean, I wouldn't wear fishnets to work. Really? No. Even with like a nice dress? And I just know? always felt like they were tacky anyway. Really? I, 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 just, I love me as a fit. I I love like decorative stockings. Oh, and that, okay, I get you. I'm with you. As long as they're black, like white tights and white stockings are oh, unacceptable. Kill me! Oh my god, I can't. They're just as bad as French manicures. Oh, right, like my god. I feel like white tights go away at like 16, and they don't need to come back to you're about no white, on the deaconess board. White tights go away as soon as your grandmother and your mom stop dressing you for Easter Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like if you yeah, so if you don't own patent leather shoes for Easter, then the white tights are also gone. They gotta go. They gotta go. 
Like you become a deaconess. Right. On the usher board. Right. That's fine. Don't let me catch you out here with no white stockings. I, I can't. Black, uh, opaque. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just, that's it. That's enough. And no other colors. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Like green. Well, Wait. depending on what you wear it with. Yeah, like green stockings. Like the tights. Yeah. Oh, no, not the tights. Not the Peter Pans. No, we're not Sock. doing that. Not, no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. So, yeah. But um, <sighs> that was a tough one. Yeah. So... The Me Too statuses. That was dope. Keep them coming. Keep, Keep them coming. coming. Yeah. Keep them coming. Um, hopefully it'll change with this Harvey Weinstein thing that's going on. I don't think it is. I think he's one of many oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. executives, celebs, uh, Hollywood figures that just think that they can just do whatever they want because they got a little extra cast and their name is prominent in the industry. Yeah. And I think it's past Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? I know, like, I shouldn't say I know. Yeah. But there's people in other fields that have that that level of of power and they just feel like they can abuse it because of where they are in the industry and it's sad. That is so gross. It's really sad. It's really sad. I couldn't even imagine being attracted to Harvey Weinstein. Oh my God. Right. And then I think his, who's the the other Weinstein? Something else. The brother? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else accused him and then he was like, oh, I denied it. And I'm like, oh, y'all just need to sell that company and move on. The whole family's trash, huh? Just move on about (laughs) y'all's situation. Right. Change it, sell the company, change the name. And apparently Jay-Z was trying to buy uh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, shares in the company. Already? So picture that. They be on it, (laughs) yo. Picture that. The Carter family be on another level, yo. I'll give it a couple years. Black Hollywood is about to listen. Take off, right? It's like, did he already talking about starting a new NFL? Let that happen. He was talking about. He was talking. They was saying he was saying how he wanted to buy the NFL, and people were like, "Do you think he has enough money to do it?" Like him alone, like okay. But then Rick Ross was like, "Give me the figures." Oh, Master P, like oh, it, Master P, it can happen. Like, don't sleep on hip hop. It can happen. I mean, but Diddy alone, I don't nah. know. I no. if 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 Ice Cube can start a league, Ice Cube started a league. Yeah, what is it called? The Big Three. It's all the like basically like veteran basketball players, like Allen Iverson, the ones that oh, retired, and yeah, yeah. Stephon Marbury, and all them. Like, yeah, like he they were here in Charlotte. Yeah, that's if he dope. can do it, yeah. I mean that's a little minor compared to what Diddy and them want to do, right? Because he's talking about he was he, like, sell me the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's I, like what is what does that invoice look like? Something far beyond you and I have ever. Yeah, thought. like what does that even look like? I don't even. How know. do you even do that? And then you'd have to talk all those because someone was saying to me like, if you think about it, like the um the NFL, like those teams, that is um that's all money now. Yeah, that's that's generational money being passed down. So they yeah. ain't selling them. They, ain't they would have to. He would literally have to start his own NFL. Mm-hmm. All, pretty much all the players would have to leave the NFL. Basically, it'd be a lot. Or he can like go to like some of the roughest hoods. Cause some of the roughest hoods got some of the best players. Yeah, I mean, think about it. it's like you know all like the. Uh, you know, the and one players mm-hmm. that you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that should have been in the NBA, but right. well, yeah, it could happen. It could. It could happen. Well, we're going to keep an eye on you, Diddy. Right. And we will be your sideline reporters Woo-hoo! if you need some people. Because I need a job. You know what I'm saying? We can do it. up, Diddy? We got no problem. Me, Rick Ross could count money. I like Rick Ross. He's cool. I, re- I like. I really. My like cousin him. DJs for him. Not that I, I've never met him before, but I mean, he seems like a nice, I, right? Yeah, he seems like a nice. Guy. I would love to have like dinner with him. I feel like yeah. he'd be real cool. I feel like the table would be filled with maybe Ciroc bottles. I was gonna say Wingstop wings. 
Yeah. Because and checkers he owns checkers he too. owns checkers yeah oh interesting i love yo checkers you know fries what? are the best um, you don't like checkers i'm not that's great. okay i'm that's not okay. crazy about it i love me some checkers fries oh my god yeah i just you know what i really want to do mm-hmm. this is on my bucket list and i'm gonna do it okay i'm with it i want to be in a ciroc bottle commercial because them ciroc commercials be looking so lavish they do look lavish did and you classy. see ashanti in there just i saw with the with the bikini first of all what is she like 325 with that body that body crazy. She been looking like she's 15 for about 20 years now. I can't And take she just it. celebrated like her 37th birthday. I can't deal. She looks amazing. The goals. She looks amazing. Like, I was like. She should just model. Why does she do that? Like Long Island girls. We got that. Oh, my God. It, like Ashanti's song, got that good, good. Oh. I got that good, good. I love that song. That's my jam. I would love that song. <laughs> <laughs> that was my jam. Yeah, like Ashanti had some hits. Like, she did. Don't sleep. I see she was in the studio with um one of them Ray Schmurter boys. So. Ray Schmurter? Yeah. <laughs> one of them. Well, they're talented. They've written songs for Beyonce and whatnot. Right. So. Hmm. She she got she got a good one in her. Right. I hope she gets a hit. And it was the Sway Lee, the um, the Muppet looking one. They both look like Muppets. Now, nah, like one really looks like a Muppet. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Re- I don't. The one. The one that has a song with um with French Montana, the Unforgettable song. All right, that's cool. You, you've lost me. <laughs> Thanks so much. You lo- I'm lost in the sauce now. Man, I'm gonna be in a Ciroc bottle commercial. That would be dope. Like. I don't need to be doing it. I just want to be there. Yeah. Like, let me just sit like, like in a nice gown, like behind yeah. French Montana, like way back here. But I'm over there, like <laughs> just in a nice gown for no reason. Right? It's a wrap. Okay, it's, thank you. Cool. Thanks for letting me sit in. That uh, check that check. Thanks. <laughs> no, seriously, did he like hire us? Yeah. By the way, did he um he uh like uh, live streamed two con- like because it was the Revolt Music Conference this past week or whatever. Every year, I say, I'm going to go to that conference. Well, listen, we need to put write it down because we're going. That and we're doing Essence. Yeah. And the Hawks game. <laughs> and the Hawks. That's when, right. Which I was looking at tickets the other day. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're doing it, y'all. We're going to go. We put it in the universe. It's happening. Where are we going? Revolt. We're going to the Revolt Music Conference in Essence. But he, uh, he had like one where he was talking about how to become an entrepreneur in today's society. And he, he had like some great points. And he like live streamed it from Facebook. And then the other one had people talking about... Um, hip hop versus Trump, hmm. and he had like uh, your boy, what's the David Banner was up there. They had Ti up there, um, a couple of other people, and it was hosted by Jeff Johnson. Mm. I, it was a great, it was a great panel. It had Karen Civil was up there, and then like this young Reverend, I can't think of his name. It was quite a few people on the panel. And it was just talking about like how how the culture can you know move forward from this and. You know, how can we become unified and, you know, I guess, basically get him out of the White House? Like, it was a really good we panel. Need to. So if you guys follow Diddy at all on Facebook, then you probably saw it. But if not, I'm sure the videos are still up there. Yeah. But yeah, it was, he, he put out some pretty dope stuff this past weekend. Mm. So I definitely want to go next I'm, year. I'm down. Yeah. Every year I'll be like, I'm going to go next year. I'm going to go next year. Right. Everything just sneaks up on you. It Doesn't it, though? It just sneaks up oh on you. Oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, wait, I forgot to get my ticket to the I Revolt know. Music. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, oh. Oh gosh. Speaking of people in the media, unfortunately, Tom Joyner has decided to retire. Why? My thing is, who's going to give HBCUs money? Who's going to look out for the HBCUs? I think he's still going to reach. I think he's still going to do his thing. I think he's just retiring from like radio. Like. He, I, think, I don't think he'll ever stop. But he's like, he's, he's retiring in two years. So he didn't put like in a two weeks notice. He was just like, listen, two years from now, it's a wrap. 
I mean, but is it like really retire or is it like Jay Z retire? Who's been talking about retirement since who, you know what I'm saying? I know. I, I think he's going to be done. I think he's like done. When he does like a retirement party. Because Jay Anthony Brown left the show like what, two years ago? And now he's on a Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay Anthony Brown is. He is actually really funny on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I can't even Oh, because he definitely wasn't funny on. He's, he, he brings a different type of comedy. Because I think on the Steve Harvey, like they try to, now, like with the Steve Harvey being so political now, yeah, I think that they get a little serious and they really be playing my boy nephew Tommy. Like you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna take him serious. Even though this morning he got kind of mad because they cut him off when he was about to say something. And um, nephew Tommy had enough. Yeah, he got. He was like, he was fed up. Why y'all gotta go to the the letter when I'm about to say something? I was like, Ooh. and but Jay Anthony Brown, he kind of gives a little, you know, mm, whatever. You don't like Jay Anthony Brown? It does nothing for me. Yeah. I get it. So I get it. Yeah. Anyway, Tom Jordan Morning Show is like a classic. I really don't know what Rayleigh is going to be without him now. So we done left. So Michael <laughs> Basin is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not over that because whatever. Um, now Tom joined. I mean, we still got the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Because they are, they are. Yeah. And yeah, that's about it. And you got the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I mean, that okay. Probably, I think that's gonna take over in ratings as soon as Tom Joyner is off. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because it's got that mark, like the same market. Yeah. That age and, and demographic. Dra- yeah. Hmm. To me, that just means it's just more space for somebody else to do it. You know what hey. I'm saying? Hey. Oh. <laughs> We're available. Just saying, like I did this. You know this. <laughs> I mean, look at how Charlemagne came about. Well, first, first we got rid of. Well, we can go back. Like okay. we got rid of like. Star and Buck Wild. I was I was trying to think of who they were. I couldn't. I they were in, they were right. I'm like, who is it? They used. I heard they were like crazy on Star, New York radio. Star and Buck Wild was Charlemagne times two. Oh my god! So imagine two Charlemagnes on the radio in the morning in New York, but they had no filter. Like, like sometimes Charlemagne might. He's like, he's like, you know, I kind of need this job. Yeah. They're the reason why they don't have a job anymore because they literally like. What happened? Why did they get caught? I don't know. I forget what happened, but it was like they was there, and then one minute they said something that was just out of pocket. It was gone. I remember people talking about Star and Buck Wild all the time. Mm-hmm. Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams was reckless too, but I hated her show. I wasn't a fan of her radio show. I hated it. I'm really not a fan of her talk show. I watched her talk show when I was unemployed. Yeah, at one time. What am I? My aunt's house in New York because she. Loves. Yeah, that's her thing. Yeah. Her coffee and Wendy Williams. God. I'm just, yeah. Eh. yeah. I'm not watching her. I watch a clip on Twitter. Right. But that's, yeah, like. Dang. I mean, you got Sirius XM once they have a couple of hosts on, you know, a couple of decent hosts on there. And I feel like everybody that, a lot of people that left New York Radio, like when Kiss FM was gone, WBLS was gone, mm-hmm. all them now, like Mike Shannon and all them, they have spots on Sirius XM. So it was good to hear their voices right. still, but I don't know. Dang, radio. Well, best of luck to Tom. Yeah. In the next two years when he retires. Yeah, because <clears throat> that makes me sad. But all right, we're gonna try to keep it moving. All right. We uh, did you want you you mentioned Isaiah Washington and the Weaves? Did you want to talk about him? Yeah, we can talk about that <clears throat> unemployed actor. <laughs> So for those who don't know, Isaiah Washington used to be on Grey's Anatomy back in the day. He was the black guy. I really, I'm, I guess, has he been the only black? I'll tell you, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. He was the only other black guy on the show. Yeah. 
Um, he got fired for calling that other guy the F word. Yeah. That was years ago. Yeah. So he kind of got blackballed by yeah the uh, by Hollywood a little yeah. bit. Yep. But my thing with him is just it's like, what did he say? Like he just were well, you talking about on Grey's Anatomy or like what? what? Like what did he say? Like about the weaves or whatever? Basically, he was saying like, is it like? Hold on, I'm gonna tell you exactly what he said. Okay. Which got me very upset. He said, um, and this is a few words for black women who wear weaves. Oh. You know, because no other no other race wears weaves. Sure don't. Um, is it worth it emotionally? Huh? Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like, I, I'm just so tired of just hearing black men say anything about black women hair. I'm really y'all starting to get on my nerve now. I'm gonna get the exact full quote. Oh um, he said. Because he tweeted these. He said... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. For my queens that are being shamed for wearing weeds, I love you. I really do. But ask yourself, is it worth it emotionally? Yes. As long as there's no consequences that force you to defend your choice, which is, sounds like what you're doing. Right. For most of your adulthood, life is complicated enough. And he spelled that E-N-U-F-F, like DJ enough. Um, um, um. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you start up with saying for my queens is being shamed mm-hmm. for wearing weaves? And then you're going to say, is it worth it emotionally? Like, what, what do you mean? Like, so you really think that somebody telling me I shouldn't wear weaves, I'm going to stop wearing weave? And I don't know. Like, I'm confused. Like, and then when he said, life is complicated enough, like, what? Us wearing weaves is not complicating anything. It's only complicating your you. your views on how we should wear our hair. And that goes for you and a lot of other men. He's giving me a headache. Because it makes no sense. It like, what are you talking about? No sense. What are y'all talking about? I don't know. I, I listen, I've given up on that hair debate a long time ago. Like, we get our hair done. Often. Yeah. <laughs> some of us every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Some of us once a month. Mm-hmm. Some of us whenever we got somewhere to go, that's important. But when it comes to, I guess, like, when you're dealing with somebody... I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Um, you know what I'm saying? You want to get dressed up nice. You want to look good for your, you know, right. um, you know, your partner, or whatever. We like you should just be praising that we're looking nice for you. Like we shouldn't have to worry about oh, like is he gonna like is he gonna be mad because I got weaving my head like like if that's the crown she chooses to wear, then let her wear that crown. But the, I, that's the thing. Like a lot of women be like, um, I can't. He can't see me without my weave because he might not like me no more. He might not like me anymore. Might, yeah, yeah. It's all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, I've heard. I've I've literally heard females say that. I've said that before. Really? Yes, I was in high school, but that's crazy. I was like, you can't see me with the dude. Was like, when am I gonna see you without weave? And I was like, never. Wow. <laughs> I, never. That's yeah. Because I wasn't comfortable. Like. And that's like a problem. Like, I don't think, I don't know, like some black men do, some black men don't. But like what they say about how we look, like that affects us. Yeah. Like. Majorly. <laughs> like think about you've been wearing weave all your life. You get with somebody, y'all really kicking it. You feeling him. You think he's feeling you. Right. And then all of a sudden he comes out the side of his neck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you should really wear, you should, I'm saying, they probably say it like this. You should really start embracing your natural hair. Mm-hmm. So now I got to step out of my comfort zone to please you. Right. 
then I get my naturalness or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling it. I'm not liking the way that I look because God forbid I look in the mirror and be pleased with myself. God forbid. It just, oh God, God, God forbid. forbid. Um, you know what I'm saying? And like, so now I'm not happy with myself, meaning I'm not going to be able to make you happy. Like mm-hmm. y'all just need to let us do us. And if you don't like it, you can just get the Go to on. the next. Go move on. Move on or and start to love it like we do. Next. That's it. Be gone because That's, I'm sorry. That conversation is dead. I'm sorry. Just no. And as a matter of fact, my hair is enough for discussion. It's not. And neither is my nails. If you even think about suggesting French manicure to me, I have to kill you. You're yeah, dead. I'm You're sorry. dead to me. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to suggest a color that's not blue because I will not put blue in my nails. Um, is, that a, is there a reason why? I don't know. It's just something about blue nails that's just not. Is it like that? I feel that way about blue eyeshadow. Right. It should never happen. Oh my God. Ever. It shouldn't. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> I've been saying that for so long. There's no look where you're like, just, you know what? This blue eyeshadow is going to pull this I, all together. I don't, it's a lie. Stop lying to yourself. I don't like it. I hate it so much. I hate blue eyeshadow. Why does it exist? Why do they keep creating that shit? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't like it. I, I hate it so much. It's, but it's just on my nails. I don't know. Maybe it's just, I don't like it. Like, so you can suggest any other color. Yeah, but blue. Yeah, don't ask me for blue nails. Like, I don't care if you're a Carolina fan or a Duke fan. I'm not getting no blue in my nails. I'm not. Oh. Then I'm be if you ask me, I'm gonna be spiteful and I'm gonna get like <laughs> Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, what do you think? You like it? Right. I'm gonna get like... some total opposite color. Like, <laughs> please. I'm gonna get their logo on my nails. Right, like, like you tried it. Yeah, you no. You tried it. But I just I, I just really think that men need to just unless I ask you. Yeah, just kind of keep your opinion to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear us saying like, "Oh my God, I can't stand like." You know what I'm saying? Like, my man better have a mustache that's damn near down to his chest, and my man bet he better not have braids. And oh, babe, you need think about the women that we meet, babe, with a cat on. Cause oh, you, cause the hatfish, a hatfish. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Think about when you meet. You know, you meet dude in the club. He got that fitted on. He looking all types of oh so good, all types oh, of right. Oh my God. First date. He still got the hat on. So now you like, y'all texting like, mm, can't wait to see you again. Woo-woo. Y'all get comfortable. <laughs> then the second day, he pop up with the Neo head. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Now, are we assholes? Because we like, can you put that hat on that you had on last you know, time? You know that would be an asshole move. You know, and they would be so sensitive about it. Like, why? I can't like... you Like... Yeah. Like, come on, y'all just gotta stop. So like we Meet us halfway, bro. Right. And by halfway I mean don't say anything. <laughs> right. Like you fix our crown, we'll fix yours. Because it's like with women, like if we don't like something, like if we really don't like somebody to do, we just gonna start talking to you. Right. So uh, wow. It's a, it's a no for me. Right. <laughs> wow. So this relationship is over because you have a bald spot in the middle of your head. And I didn't know that until six months ago. Right. So Yeah. Like so, imagine how that feels. You just just walk in our shoes for a second when it comes to your appearance. Like, and I know there's guys out there that have been turned down by women because you know you're not rocking the latest Jordans or you don't have on, you know, them skinny jeans that y'all like wearing now. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just kind of, um, just kind of keep it to yourself when it comes to your your your. Now you want to talk about shorty that just walked down the street like damn. 
that's fine. But like when it comes to your your partner, that's supposed to be bae, and then you gonna sit here and telling me like you should embrace your natural hair, embrace your curls, support her, bruh. And if she feel comfortable with that um forty eight inch, pull it and keep it moving. Malaysian, (laughs) Malaysian body wave. Yeah. Let her live, bro. Remy hair, Remy like Remy hair, right? I don't even know what it is anymore. I have, like, I've been out of the game for so long. I've had a weave twice in my life. Really? Twice. I've had so many weaves. I've had good weaves. I've had bad weaves. I've had bangs. I've had swoops. I've had middle parts. I've had straight. I've had curly. I've had red. I, I, I do I've, want a curly weave though. Yeah. I want. I want a Taraji bomb. Um, a Taraji P Henson bob, but like with the Sierra. Big waves. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel you. But I just, I don't know. Get a wig. When I, I gotta do it. I love wigs. When I see the price of weave in the store, I'm instantly like, you know, let's go get this watch and set and keep moving. I'm like, let's let me braid my own hair. Yeah. That's what I think. That's too much. That's a lot. But that's all we're gonna say yeah. about <laughs> you, Isaiah Thomas, and the rest of the male race that has a problem with women and they weaved crowns. Shut your mouth. I will say this. Did you watch the Love and Hip Hop reunion? I missed it. Part one. I heard that they all had on wigs and it looked ridiculous. I saw some I saw some like screenshots from it. Oh my It was bad. It was hot. Chanel West Coast had on a wig, a lace front wig. Girl, it just no. It was bad. The only one that looks presentable on that show, lady wise, I'm not even going by before. Hazel actually looked decent. Mm. Hey, actually, she actually looked nice. Hazel looked nice. Tierra Marie looked very nice. Nikki Baby always looks nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. That's about it. Brooke Valentine looked nice. Okay. Um, and Bridget Kelly look nice. Okay. The rest of them. That's it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, I don't know where all these Instagram celebrity styles stylists were, but they were not in the building. That's tragic. I don't know if there wasn't a budget for it or something. I don't know. It was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, let's so just bad. move forward. All right. Let's just move forward. So something we we're really excited about. What? Black Panther. Oh my God. Released a second trailer. Y'all better have y'all Black Panther fit. Listen, I am thinking like, what am I going to wear? I don't know yet. I'm thinking all leather though. (laughs) What's the name of the country that they're in? Wakanda. Wakanda. It's not real. I'm thinking about pulling, um, you know, a Prince Akeem type outfit going on. I didn't want to be cliche and wear Prince. That's corny. I, I was nervous. I don't. I, yeah. You know. Plus, I don't know much about African prints anyway. What about like a Lion King type thing situation going on? Like you, what you mean, like mink? Yeah. I was thinking like like that, like that type of excessive, like mink and like leather. <laughs> yeah. Like high fashion, basically, kind of very like uppity, like yeah. Like yeah. we got to get like. A serious African head wrap, like one that goes Ooh. up. Well, wait, I want people to be able to see in a theater. Nah. Oh. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. Like, mm-mm. yeah. It has to be a dope look, yo. I'm so excited. Just, just seeing 
just that trailer was just yo like why did somebody say somebody retweeted something today was like how Michael B. Jordan and um the other dude that's in it look like they work for Vice. I they fell do out. They're white guy. They, they do, do. They white work for Vice. <laughs> that was funny. Listen, he got that that bad bitch haircut. I love I don't think Michael B. Jordan is that great of an actor. Oh. Sorry. He's hot. Don't get me wrong. See, now I'm opposite. I don't think he's that attractive. But, I mean, I get why the girls are like, ooh, ah, my panties are disintegrating. Like, I get it. He came a long way from Jamal in Hardball, say it that way. He was in Hardball? Yeah, he was Jamal, the one that left the baseball team to join the thugs. I have to go watch it again. Badass, yeah. I have to go watch it again. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he's that attractive. I think he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he don't... It does nothing for you? Yeah, I mean, he's not like... Like, when he played Oscar Grant, hands down. Yeah. Great. You didn't think he did good in Creed? He... Yeah. Wow. Wow. Creed was a good movie. Creed was a, gr- a pretty good movie. Yeah, but... I got emotional, but I'm always emotional about films filmed in Philadelphia anyway, I so... Was, yeah, it was... Yeah, I, I don't know. He just... He's cool. Wow. Not my top favorite actor, so... Out of that movie, like Chadwick Boseman, I mean... Yeah, I'm ex- I'm just so excited for this. Like, I just cannot wait. I'm probably gonna see it like more than one time. Oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna cry in a movie theater. Yeah, when the like <laughs> when it, so- st- it starts, when the lights start to get dark, I'll be like, oh. As soon as I see like Marvel come across the screen, I'm like, okay, it's starting for real now. <laughs> yeah, I just need to go see this in like the whitest theater out there because you can't see it in a hood theater because it's already gonna be. I I kind of want to in a I, hood theater. Really, I want that experience, Sherelle. Now I want to go in a white theater because I want to like because everybody in there with their jeans and t-shirts on. I want to walk in there like, like black excellence, right? Like you know how that would be kind of dope though. Like in coming to America, how they walked in McDowell's yeah. looking for Akeem. <laughs> That's how I want to walk in there. Like, excuse me, you out of control, yeah. <laughs> These are our seats. You're out of control. You out of control. That's how I want to do it. You know what though? Someone <laughs> would um tweeted like they were like, um, black people so excited for this film to come out. Yup. You saw that? Yeah. I can't even remember what the foolish, all the foolishness he said, but he was like, y'all so quick, black people so quick to spend their money on this, real, not realizing that a, a white guy wrote this and like that it's being produced by a white film company. He was like, all of this stuff. And I'm, the, the one thing he didn't bring up was representation. I say this all the time. Representation matters. Matters. It matter. So almost completely black cast. Literally, besides one or two. Right. Produced by whatever studio that is. And Ryan Coogler directed it. Ryan Coogler. He's hot. Bro, yeah. He's he's cute. Yeah. I ain't going to even hold you, dog. He's hot. Marvel. Right. Like. Just, yeah. Lupita. Enough said. Enough said. And my my man with the eye. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. And Angela Bassett. And Angela. Right, like, sorry, you can be mad at black people going to go see this movie, or you can go out there and get some of that representation that you've been missing all your life. Right, what's it gonna be? Go see a Jennifer Lawrence movie, right? Because I'm gonna be up in there with my leather and my mink coat, right? (laughs) Borrow my mom's mink coat, like, mom, can you just get this? It's 70 degrees outside, just let me. That's not the point. Let me rock. There's a thing going on here. I'm really serious about these fits. Like it's not, a, it's, it's not a game. Shrill. Like I'm, I'm like I have to go like on a diet. It's not a game. I'm about to walk in there like 
I'm gonna order popcorn and everything like in my just the listen, the listen, baddest bitch voice like listen. beat the face a large popcorn please face beat hair done not a game not there's no games and if I'm going like if I'm on a date like he better be like come correct you know what I just kind of feel like I can't even go on a date because I feel like he gonna mess up the aura yeah of like what I'm trying to do here it needs to be people like you need to go with people that like feel you like yeah, yeah like me you Simone Simone needs to come yes like we listen. we get it. Listen. Other people, y'all want to go in y'all little raggedy jeans? No. This is a this is a black event. Jeans. Show up. Show out. I'm, and I dare somebody to I just like, got tight just thinking about somebody going to that in jeans. Like, I really just got mad. Like You know what's going to happen. How like, dare you? If you're going to be in jeans, at least put on some damn heels. Put some makeup on. I just feel like if you're going to like... I feel like there's two types of black excellences. Okay. You have like... That's a couple, that's a couple levels of black excellences. You got like your royalty, Egypt's... Wakanda was it? Wakanda. Wakanda royalty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Prince Akeem. Yeah. Uh that. Mm-hmm. Then you got like your executive, your presidential, like black royalty. Okay. You got your like everyday people, blue collar black royalty, because we just killing it with the checks, handling business. Right. Then you got your hood. You got your hood oh, yeah. black excellence. You and know what I'm saying? Hood black excellence. Don't sleep on it. Some, okay. It's one of my favorites. Gucci and Keisha. Yes. That was hood black excellence Absolutely. right there. All day. So I feel like we either going to go wait, with the furs on or we going to go real hood with it. Like it's just one of the two. Oh my God. So you mean like either like like Prince, like, like Prince of Keys? Yeah. Or like hood. Like Tim's and Do-Rags. <laughs> That's black excellence. Yeah. Speaking of Tim's and do rags, you know A and T had do rag day. day. Oh my god, I saw it. First of all, I was, I didn't think that people were going to show up, but they did. <laughs> my sister said that the girls walking around with bonnets too. Like, well, okay, well, I don't got to do rag, so my bonnet's out. Like, oh my god, that's so. Funny. Dude had on a suit and a do rag because I he had a presentation. It. But um, I love it so much. Yeah, like one of the two. But like, come to you gonna come to Black Panther, correct? Don't let Please. me see you in no little Forever Twenty One T shirt. I don't want you looking basic. I need y'all to show up. Yeah, show dad up. hats and stuff. Nah, no, we're not doing that. Nah, no. no. Act like somebody done. Act like you've been somewhere. If before. it's a dad hat, let it be gold. A gold dad hat, right? Like, like, real gold, right? Not real. Yeah, do this twenty four karat hat I'm wearing, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like you need to stroll in it like Bruno Mars. You know, like Bruno Mars uh, be high, yes. like how he woke on stage, like. I'm here. That nigga do be hot too. As hell. I love him too. Me, like you know, what I'm saying he's walking in like I'm here. So yeah, that's how that's how it has. That's that's that that's the level I want to be at. That Bruno Mars like. <laughs> oh my god! I'm I know here. people are probably listening. Like what the hell, y'all? They know y'all know what we talking about. We're dead ass. Yeah, we're like serious. We're gonna start a hashtag and we want to see all y'all Black Panther fits. Yes, Black Panther fits. Like we need to see it. Like we need to see it. We might have like a gift for the best one, maybe or something like that. Well, that would be super dope. The best Black Panther fit. Yo, that might be kind of fired. <laughs> like. You know what? You know what I'm saying? That'd be fun. That would be really fun. That would be fun. Look at that. that. It's too much going on. Y'all not even ready. Black. I I put blank. (laughs) All right, we're gonna keep moving forward. Time's going by so fast today. I know. Um, you want did you still want to talk about Aisha Curry and her little her husband having that nasty foot fetish? Yeah, real quick. Um (laughs) I just think that Aisha Curry. So Aisha Curry. Confirmed. That's 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 the word that bothered me. Confirmed that her husband Steph Curry, um, who, if you guys don't know, is a Golden State Warrior champion, um, has a foot fetish in that instead of nudes, like nudes to him, are pictures of her feet. 
I just think that that should have been kept to yourself. They seem like the ultimate Christian couple. You know, what I, you it know just what makes I mean? y'all more weird now. <laughs> like just. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I also did not need that information. Yeah. It was just so weird. Like, I just don't even know, like, how did that even come about? Like, what was the question that they asked her where she was just like, well, I guess they probably asked her, do you send nudes to your husband? And maybe she was like, uh, no, I sent him foot, foot, foot pics. Yeah. I was just like, no, we do other things. I just feel like that's just private. So now I look at him because he's weird. He got a foot fetish. Yeah. I'm light skins. Yeah. I don't know. The light skins is weird. Just keep that to yourself. Um, That's all. Speaking of light skins. Oh. Your girl Hazel E. Uh, so Hazel E is a, ca- a cast member on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Yeah. And she got into some beef with... Just so hilarious. Just who? So hilarious. Just so hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, brown skin lady who does comedy on the internet. Yeah. She's on Wild and Out and all that stuff like okay. that. Yeah. Um. So... Like, I guess they were beefing, and then Hazel just decided to spit her nasty, light-skinned rhetoric all over Instagram. Yeah. And she was saying how, like, she was calling her black bees. Black monkey-ass looking. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And she was like, you know, my mom was right. Light-skinned girls are prettier, and they do have it harder and stuff like that. You was right for keeping me away from them growing up. Yeah. I hope she gets kicked off a love and hip-hop now. She's trash, first of all. Like, this is my city. Da, 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 da. Like, bitch. You know what she sounds like? Natalie Nunn. How Natalie Nunn used to be on Bad Girls Club. I never watched. Like, I watched a couple episodes after, like, she was on. I never. See, I didn't watch it, but whenever, like, whatever season that was, we were still in college. Yeah. And my friends would, like, have it on. And I just remember her, like, Natalie Nunn, Natalie Nunn being like, I run LA. This is my city. That's exactly how she used to talk. Yeah, like, y'all need. Yeah. She's a bird. Yeah. So uh, Hazel E is trash. And I was a little bit triggered by her saying the whole thing about light skinned women being pretty or whatnot. Because for a long time, I used to have people talk to me and be like, you know, you light skinned, you pretty. And I hate that. Yeah. And so I tell my friends now to call me brown skin because yeah. I don't want anyone to think that I'm like, oh, I'm light skinned. So I'm, I'm better than every. I've never, right. I've never had that thought process in my head. And that was something I always, that always bothered me. When I was younger, because they were like, or even like when guys try to talk to me, they'd be like, you know, you you the right color. Like, oh, girl, yes. Like, girl, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, I just, I hate that so much. I don't even like, like, even now to this day, if a dude be like, you know, I just like, you know, you pretty and you light skin, like, ugh. Yeah, just say well, I'm this, pretty. Like, why do I need, like, why do you need to go into specifics? Right, like. It's unnecessary. Even if I am, even if you do, like, have a thing, like, with, you only like light skin girls, like, could you just keep that to yourself? Right. Because then I'm looking at you like, like, well, whatever. Like, what else do you like? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what else do you look at that's like. You're so specific. Yeah, like, what is, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I don't like it. Don't, just don't. Yeah, but she's trash for that, yo. She is, and like I did, like I peeped that like all the posts that she posted are now deleted. Oh yeah. Well. Um, then she decided to post some video of her getting out of a helicopter, you know, with the vid like shining, shining, shit. That song like with a bathing suit and a kimono and heels look like like okay. At the end of the day, nobody cares at all. Like let's be honest, like, like nobody cares about her. Yeah, but you keep talking that trash. 
to, you know, like, it's not like Love and Hip Hop is your show. That's more of Sky Young show. Right. Like, keep talking junk, you'll it's get kicked so off. It's so crazy to see how her personality changed from the first season that she was on. Yeah. She was all vulnerable and weak. Because she was ugly. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to say it she, like that. This is after she had gotten her nose. This is before she had gotten her nose job. Yeah. Now, she was a completely different, humble kind yeah. of person. And you went to a doctor, and now all of a sudden you... Yeah, I'm bad. This is my city. I run this. I'm a boss. I mean, that's cool, but like, you don't need to be all. I don't get it. Real bosses move in silence. Thank you. And like, they don't say that they bosses. Yeah. I hate that. They I'm just a, do it. I'm a boss chick. Like. Great. We're so glad you've made your presence known. Right. That Happy you're a boss. For you. Congrats. Nobody cares. We'll see you next season. Right. Boss. <laughs> Right. We won't hear from you until then. Right. Boss. Gotta go through it. Right. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, Love and Hip Hop New York. Then we'll get back to Hollywood. Right. So. But you a boss, though. You right, girl. Jess so hilarious called her a part time. <laughs> a part what? She said you a part time, bitch. Like, you only, like, we only see you. Oh, no, but she called him a seasonal bitch, basically. Like, Accurate. Where's yeah. the lie? Yeah, I don't know. Um, what I got? Uh, oh, Jerry Jones got called out for. <laughs> So there was a video on Twitter of Jerry Jones. I guess he was kind of a meeting or something. Yeah, he was he was actually walking into that meeting. Oh, he's walking into of the it. NFL players. Right. Um at the headquarters yesterday. Yeah, and someone was like basically was like you're a fraud, you should be ashamed of yourself for a dip, um having a this conference about whether or not um that is pro is against the first amendment. Yeah. He, the guy, the guy had a way better put together, yeah. way better than I could. <laughs> yeah, he he had a speech. He had some things to say. Yeah, he was like, uh, "You're trash, basically, and you should be ashamed of yourself." I mean, he should be. I mean, how are you gonna be kneeling with your players at one point, and then next minute you talking about anybody that kneels, um, is bench? I mean, basically, you got threatened by President Trump. That's what that is, That's because we know you gave money to President Trump's campaign. We ain't got to lie, Craig. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like you, but. At the end of the day, he don't he don't run you. What he, what he gonna do? Fire you? He can't fire you, dude. Like exactly. stand up for what's right. Come on, son. People be scared, yo. Come on, bro. Get your life. Folks is mad scary out here. Yeah, get your life. Folks is mad scary. But shout out to the NFL for or Roger Goodell and the NFL for saying that you know no we're not gonna make them kneel. I mean, cause come on, I mean you had all them like beautiful brawling black men in there. Like I'd advise you to. Go their way too. Right. He probably woke the near like you don't want these problems. Right. Like, like this isn't happening. Yeah. But thank you so much for your concern. Yeah. You don't want. We these will problems. file that away in shit that we don't care about. Right. Thank you so much. Just act like that. Don't wouldn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. Um, and I think the last thing we got is RZA. RZA went on the Breakfast Club and finally admit. All right. So last year, Azalea Banks, uh, was all over social media talking about. Russell Crowe, they were at. He was. She was at an event with um, RZA and Russell Crowe. It was Russell Crowe's event, I'm assuming. And she was like, you know, Russell Crowe's crazy. He called me a nigger and he spit on me and he kicked me out of his event. She's going all over social media and she was like, "Ask RZA, ask RZA. He know he was there." RZA, radio silence, nothing, silence, silent. So, I think like either today or yesterday, he went on the Breakfast Club and actually admitted. That Russell Crowe did spit on her. He was like, I, he spit on her. I saw that. So it took old dude a complete 365 days. I was about to say, like, when was that interview? That was last year, right? 
Well, she ended up, the, the, I'm saying when Azalea Banks was telling how to Yeah, that was, that was last year sometime. Right. Yeah. So Probably like, I want to say like maybe like March or April. Right. So it's been a year plus. But yeah. So now you want to... You want to get on the radio at some really convenient time because you are promoting your new movie that's coming out starring Azalea Banks. And now you want to say that she's not crazy, that Russell Crowe did do that. Your timing is off, bro. Hella off. Your timing is off. If that was the case, you should have been said something to somebody. And I I understand, you know, you was busy doing this, that, and the third. Like you're RZA, like like you're RZA. You're one of the pioneers. You know what I'm saying? Take like five minutes to like tell your PR, your send a text. Yeah, like fault. are you good? Um, yeah, you. His timing's just off for me. It's a no for me. I I I'm with you. Like I don't really get like. And plus, nobody else, like that was last year's news. Nobody was even thinking about that. And it kind of messed up Azalea even worse because, granted, she's already been on social media talking greasy about everything. Everything, everything and everybody. Body. Yeah. So that really just kind of took her reputation and really, like, it was already in the toilet, but they flushed it. Right. And it's done. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Like, come to, come to the rescue when we act like when people actually need it. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Don't just do it on your own time. You know what I'm saying? If it really, if like you're all about really helping somebody and everything like that, like come to the rescue at the time of need, right. not when it's a need for you. Because, like I said, that trailer just came out yesterday, so it's real convenient. That's crazy. That now you want to sit here and talk about, oh, you know, she was right. Woo, woo, woo. That's hella corny. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's hella. You still the bomb.com, but eh, it's a no for me. It's a no for me too. I'm sorry. All right, you want to get into this midday thought? Yeah, we could do that. All right. Um, all right, so this week we asked you guys, um, who takes rejection worse, men or women, and why? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Sure. Uh, hold on, let me just pull it up real quick. <laughs> so... um, um, I got a couple of responses. Okay. All of them say men. Oh. And I'm going to say this, though. So, uh, Shanaysia Imani said men. Let somebody hurt their little egos. Oh, boy. Facts. Um, then Samiria said men. They can never take a no or no thank you. They just try to hurt your feelings after they are rejected. Mm. It's pretty factual as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Joya said men all day. They can't stand it. Even if you shut them down gently, they feelings being hurt over... I'm sorry. They they feelings being hurt over anything they cry about it. Ugh. And then my old boss says straight up men. Yeah. That's it. That's shout it. out to Miss Leslie. Um Yeah, what what you got? Um, I got a few responses. Uh Quentin said women because they tend to pursue less often. Most guys use it. Most guys spend most of their lives as hunters. Hmm. Okay. So then Ricky said women. Ricky is a woman. She said, I think we approach less less often. So we so when we get rejected, it's harder on us than when we do it even less. Um Shamir said men because they get heartbroken once and hold on to that shit forever in a day. <laughs> Facts. That is so factual. And I had actually someone had responded on Snapchat. Give me just a second here. Mm-hmm. And her name is Cha-Cha. And Cha-Cha said, men, I think they take rejection as an attack against their manhood. When actually, dude, I just don't find you that cute. <laughs> True, yeah. Cha-Cha. Dead ass. I feel you. 
dead ass. Um, yeah. Um, wait, did we have it on? Um, I don't think I put it up there, but I don't think anybody responded on Instagram. Let's see. Oh, wait, we got a comment. Oh, um, GM the poet said, Men, of course. I mean, what you think? See, I don't know because, like, I don't approach men as often because I don't, I've been rejected maybe twice in my life, and I was like, you know what? This isn't a feeling I want to feel anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm good on that. <laughs> I feel you. But also, but I just feel like with men, it's like it becomes way more this whole like emotional thing. F you be, I ain't want to talk to you anyway. But you did. That's why you talked to me. But that's, you, but you, that's why you wanted to you, approach me. Right. You, you did. Ass. You did. You did. Or like, like even if you reject somebody in the past and then you want to talk to them in the present, they'd be like, well, you know, I never forget that day oh. when you said, like, oh my like, gosh. Like they hold they really hold on to that stuff. Years. <laughs> like, they not letting it go, dog. Like, dude, I rejected you then, but, like, I want you now. So, like, you going to still- Right. Like, why you why you talking, bringing up old stuff? stuff? Right. Like, I could not want you at all. That's-, <laughs> That's Count the- your blessings, dude. Right. Okay. You're lucky. Oh, gosh. What about you? <laughs> you know what? The, the first two responses that you said, that you read, is- <sighs> Let me go back to them. The first one was... Uh, they talk about women. Women, because they tend to pursue less often. Most guys spend most of their lives as the hunters. And then Ricky said women, because I think we approach less often. So when we get rejected, it's harder on us than we do. So we do it even less. Yeah. That's that's actually kind of factual, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't really disagree with that, because... <laughs> I think men, I still think, and I might just be just, you know, I'm team girl. Like, I think men take it worse because y'all just do the most. Like, if we get rejected, I'm like, okay, like, whatever. Like, it's not, it's not that deep. Like, and we're, and we're going to do it gracefully. Like, okay, well. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Sorry. Right. I didn't mean to waste your time. I'm right. full. Have a good night. Right. Y'all be like just what Sierra said, like you oh. know, f u b and woo woo woo. Like you I ain't told you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh I actually had a dude like his friend tried to told me he could like nah 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 like, and I was like, what? You big mad or little mad? Like, don't do that. What? Wait, what? What happened? Like his friend tried to talk to me. Yeah, but I got like so okay. The hater. Mm-hmm. Tried to talk to me and I just really wasn't interested. Right. Okay. Didn't know the two was friends. Like, I guess the other dude that was in the pack. Yeah. Then he tried to talk to me, a little more presentable. Right. So I was like, <laughs> okay, like, you're not my man. So I, it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so he started to, he was blocking. Right. So then they're like, nah, nah. Like, and I was like, oh my God. Little boy, be yeah, going. He took that shit to heart. You mad? He was re- big mad. Hella mad. Like, yeah, dudes, y'all, you guys really take things to heart. Yeah, yeah. You know, y'all screenshot DMs and stuff. That's like, so true. Because if girls screenshot it, they only send it to her friends. Like, girl, look at this foolishness. Yeah, like, this nigga's mad. This nigga's tripping. He's really mad. Right, anyway, then it's done. Because <laughs> little do you know the next DM, hey, boo. Right. Mm. Childish. So wait, so let me ask you this. Okay. So have you ever, like, are you against approaching a guy that you're into? See. Or even sliding in DMs? terrified really i would never that you never have i have like i told you i got rejected twice and i was like it's a no (laughs) i was on my randy jackson it's a no for me dog i feel you and 
I don't even, oh my God, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I've just been out the game for so long. I just, the thought, I just feel like somebody would actually screenshot me mm. and then put me on the timeline. I'm like, no, this is happening. <laughs> I'm a media <laughs> professional. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I just would get roasted. I just, oh, I, I just cannot. I'm terrified. I've approached, I've approached guys. I've slid in DMs. Yeah. Yeah. The last guy I approached got married, so that was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That always hurts. It does. Like, what? I've, yeah, actually, I've, I've approached a couple dudes. Really? Some just completely just, you know, played yeah. me to the left. Sometimes it hurts a little bit. You yeah. see them like, you know, G-Hoes, I may be like. Dog. You could have had everything. Like, could have been me and you. Right. F you. We should be here in the Aggie alumni shirts hey, together. Like, like they walk up to you, hey, like, yeah, how dare you? Hey, right, like, they ain't gotta deal with that. Like, that's so awkward. Yeah. See, yeah, this is why I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I, it's worked out to it's worked out for me on some occasions. Oh, yeah. I think to be honest, like sliding in DMs and knowing that they seen the DM and didn't respond, that hurts a little more. I don't know. Can't relate. I've never. Yeah, that that hurt. I'd be like, so you just you just not gonna. Okay. I can't. Now I've gotten DMs and I'm like, oh Going my god. Going your pictures, like I think I'm cute. Right. Like, I think I'm pretty. I'm pretty cute. I put up the nice ones. Right. So no. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nope. I I don't slide in DMs. Do you guys? If you're listening, do you guys slide? Do do the women? Do any of you slide in DMs? Yeah. I've got a friend who's like who always has women in his DMs. Like always. That's what's, is he like a model? He's one of those. No, he's a he's a big fine. Oh, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So. How do you handle that? Handle like, what? Like people always being your DMs. Once again, I also cannot relate. Yeah. The only time I get DMs is like, hey, I want to book a photo shoot. I'm like, what kind of DMs I like. Great. I hear that. That's that money. Okay. Cha-ching. Well... That was a good question. That was a good question. That was, like, that was pretty funny. I like that question you asked. Like, do y'all slide in the DMs? Like, because I think it's like I think a lot of women are just they be like, nah, like you can approach me. Like, girl, I you could your well, soulmate could be passing you by. My soulmate probably didn't pass me by because I'm just I can't. I won't mm-hmm. even like approach a guy in public. Like that's I am so shy. So you and Harris T then you need something off the high shelf. Let me tell you this story. Oh my god. So. My senior year at A and T, I did my internship or whatever in Florida. Yeah. So I was like, I just started running. So I was like, stopped like in the halfway point to my back to my house. I stopped at a Walgreens because I forgot my water bottle. I'm in Walgreens and this fine Puerto Rican dude, like he's got his target and it's me. Like he's coming to me. Like he's about to come and like, what's up? I see him. I know he's coming towards me. I don't buy the water. I run out the store. <laughs> Bitch, I was so fucking thirsty by the time I got. I ran four miles without no water in the Florida heat. Like, because I was just, it was too much for me. <laughs> it was too much. It was, I saw him, he was coming. Like, because yeah, when I was running up the hill, he was like getting out the car. And I, I know he saw me because I was looking at him and he was looking at me. And he looked like he was like, oh yeah, I'm about to make a move. I'm in the store, I'm walking. <laughs> Sis, like, I'm in the store, I'm at the I'm at the fucking door where the water is. I'm this close to getting my thirst quenched. And you left. I fucking left, girl. I was like this. Hand, hand open, the door's open with my right hand. About to grab the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I look to the right. I see him walking down the aisle. Funny thing is, so I leave the store and I'm running. 
and he he's coming out and he's looking at me like, what the fuck? Like his arms are like, yeah. I <laughs> he like had the shrug, like, what are you like? Sis. I could not. He was probably the love of my life, and I totally avoided him. <laughs> oh my I've got God. I've got plenty more stories I can tell you of me being awkward and doing awkward stuff like that. I'm just like literally picturing you running out the store. That's why I'm like really laughing. Like <laughs> I was laughing at myself. I got home and I was like, Sierra, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Tragic. 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 <sighs> Tragic. So you know what? Pray for me, y'all. Because We're gonna set Sierra up on like a speed date. Oh my god. Or please. something like that. Cause if she can't, she can't you can't run out the speed I date. I believe that. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Oh my god. <sighs> it's gonna be all right. So that was fun. <laughs> I'm literally picturing you running out the store. Like, running, booked it. Like, mm, nope, I'm not thirsty. Not <laughs> girl. I was like, what thirst? Ain't no thirst. Zero thirst. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that is funny. That's don't a good be one. like me. <laughs> Tragic. Oh my god. Oh gosh. All right. So I think that's it for today's episode. All right. We have some announcements. All right. So um okay, so first announcement is on Sunday, um, October 22nd. Mm-hmm. We will be at the Beauty and Bags tour here in the Queen City, Yay. Charlotte 704, whatever you like to call it. We will be the media sponsors for the tour. We'll be interviewing the hosts. We'll be interviewing the founders. We'll be interviewing the vendors. I was looking at some of the vendors. I'm going to have to have some cash on me. Bet. A couple things that, you know, yeah. might need to purchase. Um, so, yeah, if you're... Um, if you're in town, especially um, JCS, uh, JCSU alumni, UNCC alumni, it's a lot going on in Charlotte this weekend. Is it really? It's uh, John C. Smith homecoming, Ooh. UNC Charlotte's homecoming. Uh, that's enough. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah. So, uh, if you guys are in town and have a little bit of time to spare, come hang out with us. Come holler at us. And uh, The event's from 1.30 to 4.30, right? Yes. yes. Yep. It's from... Yeah. No, I think it's from one to four. Oh, it's one to four. Yeah, so it's from one to four. Um, I believe tickets are ten dollars. So grab your ticket and come uh-huh. see um all the local vendors. It's hair vendors, beauty vendors, um, fashion vendors, everything that has to do with that industry. Um, just come check them out. Come check us out. I'm excited. And I guess the last event, I'm sorry, announcement that we have is next episode. Mm-hmm. Not this episode, the next episode will be our last episode for the season. season. All right. Okay. We're not we're not bailing out on y'all. Yeah, no, that's corny. <laughs> it's hella whack, yo. Yeah, okay. Like <laughs> so this will be our last ep- I'm sorry, next episode will be our last episode for the season. You know, we just wanna do some things for ourselves. Yeah. Um the holiday time is coming up. You know, we like to spend time with our families, um, do all that stuff. We just need, you know, a little break, but when we come back, listen. There are no games. Listen, listen. It's about to go down. Shut up. I did it. I'm, I'm, I'm so mad. At, why would you do that right now? It just. It was. It went with it. Did it though? Yeah, it did. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> y'all know she hates Kevin Hart, but it, it was appropriate. I guess so. it was. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So yeah, so. 
Yeah. We're really excited for next season, y'all. Really excited. And we just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. This means a lot to us. Yeah. Shout out to Carrie. She's one of my coworkers. She came up to me the other day and said she listened to the podcast. So if you made it this far, Carrie, what's up, girl? Right. Shout out to you, Carrie. Um, See you at work tomorrow, depending on whether it's a Friday or not. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, thanks for rocking with us. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. And we we hope to meet some of y'all soon, which we might be doing that. Oh so we're so excited. Um, just be on the lookout for a lot of updates. I mean, we're still gonna be social, you oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Social media and stuff, mm-hmm. but when it comes to recording, we're just gonna take a little quick break. Because we we've been going nonstop since April. Literally. So even on our birthdays. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like for real. Like straight up. Yeah. Um <laughs> just wanna get a little Christmas shopping done, a little Thanksgiving food. Right. All that. All that stuff. Um so, so Yeah. I know my like my crazy family is coming into town. For Thanksgiving? The whole family. I'm coming over to meet them because I'm gonna be here for Thanksgiving. Are you sure you wanna do that? Of course I wanna meet your family. Why wouldn't I? Everybody. You saw the video I showed you of my cousin. Great. So that's gonna be like times ten? Like, right. I'm excited. So you got older versions of her and younger versions of her. I can't wait. And I'm waiting to taste your aunt's, was it fried chicken? Yeah. So. Yeah, even though yesterday she said, well, I'm not cooking. I was like, that sounds good. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Try and come to my house without a bag of chicken or some flour and you're dismissed. <laughs> you wild. Playing with you. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please follow us. I can do this. You got it. Please follow us on all our social... um, Jesus. (laughs) Follow us on all our social media accounts. Uh, Twitter is HeadRapPod. Instagram, HeadRapsAndLipsticks. And please go like our Facebook page, HeadRapsAndLipsticks, the podcast. And if you got any questions, comments, suggestions, you want to sponsor us, maybe you want to send us some money, we'll set that up. Um, <laughs> cash app us. Cash app us. <laughs> Please email us at headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. That's it. That's it, guys. And make sure you're following us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and which Go- I haven't figured out yet. It's Google Play is difficult. If you yeah. found us on Google Play, God bless you. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I, yeah. But we have iPhones, so that's why we don't know. Yeah. But um Android people. <laughs> <laughs> Bye y'all. See ya. <laughs>